Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Welcome to Better Days Season 4, a conversation around making good when all feels bad. Let's jump into today's episode. I'm so grateful that you're joining this conversation as we peel back the anatomy of a crisis and lean into vital areas of our life in the midst of a crisis. Areas like mental health, spiritual health, emotional health, and relational health. Today, we're going to open up a conversation around a crisis and relational health. And let me just say as a disclaimer, I'm so aware of my own need to lean into relational growth and health in the midst of this crisis. And I hope that you would join me in this pursuit. As we are living through this global crisis called COVID-19 or the coronavirus, all of us have an opportunity to become more aware of our relational health, slowing down the pace of our life, having more time to think and feel, and being in a home with the people that are most important to us. All of these dynamics surface thoughts, emotions, and awareness of relational needs and relational growth that can reshape our relational future. The interesting part of relationships, and the part we often live in denial of, is that relationships are a mirror. And we don't like this, right? When we are in a relationship, it's like a mirror. We see ourselves more clearly in them. We actually get to see what other people see in us through a relationship. Here's a fun little story that illustrates this. My wife often tells me that my voice is naturally too loud. And I totally get it because I think of my family dynamics growing up. Most of my family members growing up when they would get excited, they're really passionate about something. They tended to have loud voices, not that they were angry or mad, but just projection, loud voices. And she tells me that my voice carries through rooms in the house. And when I'm on the phone or a video call, for some reason, I get louder. And I tend to be on the phone and video calls quite a bit right now because I'm working from home, as we all are. When I'm excited about something, my voice also gets louder. So I have a voice volume problem. And we've been in a house together for two weeks. And she's asked me on multiple occasions as I'm working uh, in the house to work on my house voice. And then she'll give descriptives. Soft. Volume down. Be aware of how loud you get on the phone or Zoom calls and be aware of how loud you get when you're really excited about something. Now, this may not bother me because I grew up around it and it seems so normal, but it does have an impact on her. So should I live in denial and be selfish or should I care about her needs and work on my house voice? The answer is obvious for all of us but we often want to live in denial of our need to change and grow. The answer for me is easy. I should grow, I should change, and I should use this time to become a better human and reflect the nature of Jesus in my relationships. As a Jesus follower, I want to sacrifice my own wants and my own desires for the good of other people, especially the people I love the most. There's this deeply impacting prayer by Francis of Assisi that has so much relational wisdom. 
Let me read to you just pieces of it. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. There's so much relational wisdom found in that prayer. And ultimately, the big picture is that we are focused on the needs of others and our own need to be the right person rather than what people are doing to us. If we would be intentional with personal relational growth that serves the needs of others and betters our relationships, we will change our relational future. This is a time of opportunity to really focus and become aware of our own part in relational health. So here's some thoughts about changes we can make. And think of these as four major categories. Each of the categories will have a number of questions. So number one, engage in self-evaluation. So here's the questions to ask yourself. Where do I need to change relationally? And where do I want to grow relationally? There's a difference between becoming aware of a need to change and choosing to change because you desire to change. Because you desire to become a more emotionally and relationally aware person. Focus on the opportunity to grow through the crisis rather than solely being fixated on the crisis itself. I say that not to diminish the reality of grieving or feeling losses within a crisis. And I talk more in depth about that in episode one, where we dealt with a crisis and mental health. So if you didn't catch that episode, make sure to refer back to that. So category number one, engage in self-evaluation. Category number two, be aware of your emotions. Three questions that you can ask yourself. First, what emotions am I feeling? Second, why am I feeling these emotions? And then third, how are these emotions being projected on the people around me? A crisis is breeding ground for emotional disruption. So be aware of that in your own person, in your own relational awareness, and be aware of how those emotions that you're feeling are affecting the people around you. Make sure that you're not suppressing those emotions, but communicating them in a healthy way and also filtering and processing through them in a healthy way internally. Number three, the third category, practice being a non-anxious presence. Here's a few questions you can ask yourself. How am I bringing peace, calm, and creating a relational environment that people can be present and engaged in relational freedom and depth. So am I creating a calmness, a peace, a relational environment that is surfacing a calmness and a presentness and engagement that people feel comfortable to relationally open up and share depth as they're going through this crisis? 
Then the second question would be this. Am I exasperating the tension, anxiety, and disruption around me? A crisis is a very anxious time for many people. It's a time of disruption. It's a time of tension. And we have the opportunity to be carriers of peace and calm to those around us. Our relational presence should not increase anxiety during a crisis. Rather, we should be those who bring rest and peace in the midst of a crisis. We want to be a counter-narrative, so to speak, emotionally, where a crisis is breeding ground for all of these disruptive feelings. We want to come in relationally and bring a sense of calm, peace, love, a presence where people can open up to us. And this is a challenge for all of us. None of us have this down. But this is something that we can begin to practice during a crisis because it's so appropriate and needed during this time. The fourth category is this. Choose to serve and care for others' needs. Here's a couple of questions you can ask yourself. First, how can I serve the people near me? Second, how can I care for the needs of the family or friends that I live with? There are so many needs right now. Emotional needs, relational needs, practical needs, social needs. Let's be those who serve the people around us and care for the needs of our family and friends. The way of love is the pathway toward relational growth. Jesus said the second greatest commandment is to love your neighbor. And what a time to choose the way of love during a crisis, during a time where people are vulnerable and unsettled internally, emotionally, relationally. This is a time to love like never before. And many people would say, well, what does love look like? How do I serve and care for the needs of others? How do I choose the way of love? I would like to close this episode by reading a poetic passage about love that describes what active love looks like in a relationship. Here it is. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. I want to encourage each of us to choose the way of relational health right now. And relational health means we choose to grow we choose to change, and we choose to make a better relational future for ourselves and the people around us. Much love to all of you. There are better days ahead, so keep going and use this as an opportunity to grow. I can't wait to join with you again next week. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you were encouraged. I would love for you to help me to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, 
and write a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for your support. I can't wait to connect with you again next week for another episode of Better Days. 